Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome to Divine Energy with me, Kelsey, as your host. And in today's episode, we're going to talk all about Reiki. I'm going to share with you what Reiki is, how it works, a little bit of the history, and some of the experiences that my clients have had, and also a new and upcoming thing. So sit tight and let's get started. Hello, my beautiful wolves, and welcome to the Divine Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, your energetic and light language healer, your spiritual rebel, Reiki practitioner, tarot card reader, channeler, and transformation mentor. And I'm here to guide and inspire you to your soul and your true self, to reintroduce you to your power and inner goddess so we can transform and liberate ourselves, so we can stand in our power as women. We talk about everything and anything that's involved in the self-development and spiritual awakening journey. How to go from surviving to thriving and the in-between. We get deep, vulnerable, and honest here, breaking down barriers and changing the game. This podcast will make you feel, think, and take action. It may also get a little weird and crazy up in here too, so buckle up. It's time that we make our own rules for the highest good of all. So join me, rise from the ashes, trans formed and let's awaken together. So let's talk about Reiki. So what is Reiki? Reiki, if you actually divide the the word up into two, the rei, R-E-I, actually means spiritually guided. And then ki, K-I, means life force energy. So Reiki is this divine cosmic energy which activates the body's own natural healing responses and thereby it promotes relaxation, the ability to reduce stress, reduce anxiety, it can even reduce pain, it can help with emotional blockages, it can help with spiritual blockages. What Reiki can do for you is so much. Reiki is a healing technique. It's based on the principle that the healer can channel the energy into the client through the use of their hands or through the use of visualization to activate the natural healing process of the body, mind, and soul, and to restore physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Reiki energy heals the whole person. The emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual aspects all can be healed and nurtured through Reiki. Where medicine treats only the physical body, Reiki healing treats all four of the bodies. So your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, and your spiritual body. Now that's not to say that we are totally going to disregard the medical system and going to the doctors. It's just to say that Reiki is a beautiful addition to your healing journey. So Ki, the life force energy, right, connects to Rei, the spiritually guided, like turning on a light switch. Literally, when I start a Reiki practice, I say like Reiki on, and I literally visualize a light switch turning on, and that's all you need to do. Reiki does no harm and it respects free will. Reiki requires that the client is willing to change and heal. 
Reiki assesses where the person may need healing and flows through the energy channels within and around us, like your chakra system, your aura, your meridians, your nervous system, and your lymphatic system. So I do not direct the energy whatsoever. No Reiki practitioner does. And if they say they do, then they're wrong. And they should probably reassess. And, you know, anyways, I digress. I'm not going down that route. But what I'm saying is, is I'm strictly a vessel for the universal life force energy to work through me and to the client. I'm just like a conductor, basically. I don't do any of the directing. I just allow the energy to flow for my clients. Reiki can also move across time and space. So what this means is, is Reiki does not actually have to be an in-person and hands-on experience. We can also do distance Reiki and distance healing. And this is because when you're Reiki level two certified, you get attuned to symbols. And one of those symbols is literally the distance symbol. The Hanja Zeishonen will allow the Reiki practitioner to move across space and time so we can work on healing that may be in the past, in the present, in the future, it may be in past lives. But I also don't have to be in person. I don't have to be standing over you to do this. In fact, 99.9% of my Reiki sessions are done online. You don't even have to have the computer on. Like you don't have to even be meeting the person. If I wanted to right now, I could close my eyes, say Reiki on and send my mother Reiki if I wanted to. There are endless possibilities to work with Reiki energy, right? So for an example, we just spoke of two of them. There's hands-on practices, there's distance healing, but you can also call in Reiki energy during meditations. And now your meditations are just going to be that much stronger. You can send Reiki energy to your friends, your family, your pets, your plants, to your car, to your house, literally whatever you want. You can send it to your shower, to your products, to your food, to your water. You can use Reiki in everyday life. Reiki can bring things to the surface that needs healing, that may need to be detoxed or cleansed. Reiki can also really help us with our mental thoughts, our emotions, our spiritual connection. And really, Reiki is this idea that anything and everything is made up of energy And energy is in constant flow and in constant movement, right? However, there can be negative energy. There can be blocked energy. There can be suppressed and repressed energy. So Reiki allows us to transmute that type of energy and heal. So now let's get into a little bit of history before I share with you guys some of the experiences that myself and my Reiki clients have had with Reiki. So Reiki started out in Japan and it started with a man named Dr. Yushi. So Dr. Yushi had an interest in medicine, psychology, and theology. And it was this interest that prompted him to seek new ways to heal himself and others. And it was his desire to find a method of healing that was unattached to any specific religion or religious belief. 
so that this healing can be accessible to everyone. Dr. Yushi traveled a great deal during his lifetime and he studied a lot and he studied a lot of different types of healing systems and held a lot of different professions even, including being a reporter, a secretary, a missionary, a public servant, and a guard. He even then became a Buddhist, a priest and monk, and lived in a monastery. Sometime during his years of training in the monastery, Dr. Yushi attended his own training rediscovery course in a cave on Mount Karama for 21 days. Dr. Yushi fasted, he meditated, he prayed. And on the morning of the 21st day, he experienced an event that would change his life forever. He started to receive these downloads from the universe and saw ancient Sanskrit symbols that helped him to develop the system of healing he had been struggling to invent. And this is when Yushi Reiki was born. After his spiritual awakening on Mount Kurama, Dr. Yushi established a clinic for healing and teaching. As the practice of Yushi Reiki was spreading, Dr. Yushi became known for his healing practice. So he then started to train others so that this practice would not be forgotten. This is where Dr. Chujio Hayashi comes in. Dr. Chujio Hayashi studied directly under Yushi and opened his own Reiki clinic while also developing specific hand positions to treat specific illnesses and conditions. It was then here that Mrs. Heyao Takara was treated from an illness that she was struggling to heal for so long and was healed through Reiki. And because of that, she herself wanted to learn Reiki, and she did. And it was her that simplified the hand positions and brought Reiki to the West. And so now we've talked about what Reiki is, how it works, a little bit of the history of Reiki. And now I thought, let's get into the fun stuff, all right? Let's talk about some of the experiences that I've had while giving Reiki to clients. So let's get started. So I know for me, one of like the bigger experiences was when I first was Reiki certified and I asked my coach and dear friend Maggie Pugh if she would be willing to allow me to give her distance Reiki. The reason why this was actually a big deal for me was because I was only Reiki level one certified at this time and now there's technically rules with Reiki and generally you don't give distance Reiki healing when you're only Reiki level one certified. This is because you are not attuned to those symbols that I was speaking of before, where you can do the distance Reiki healing. So when you're Reiki level one, you more or less get attuned to the Reiki energy so that you can do Reiki healing on yourself, on plants, on your pets. But when you get Reiki level two certified, that's when you get attuned to Sehaki. So that is the healing symbol. Then you also get attuned to Chokurei, and that's like a power boost symbol. And you get attuned to Hanjaze Shaonen, which, like I said earlier, is the distance symbol. So I was not Reiki level two certified yet, but I wanted to test it out and I just wanted to see how it would go. So I experimented, asked my friend Maggie. She said, hell yeah, girl. So this is my first time giving Reiki to anyone other than myself. And it's also my first time giving Reiki 
to someone distance. And what was so beautiful is when the session was finished and we were doing our debrief, I always ask my clients to share their experience. They don't have to if they don't want to. But Maggie was telling me from the get-go, she's like, I don't know where your hands were, but like I could feel some shifts happening at my crown and my third eye. It's like you started at the crown and started working your way downwards through the chakra system. And I'm like, LOL, that's exactly what I was doing. And then she was saying to me how she could feel a lot of stuff getting stirred up in her sacral chakra. And that's because I was, I was hanging out at her... sacral chakra quite a bit and it was during this time that for her she was actually able to channel and have downloads for five different meditations she herself is a spiritual coach and entrepreneur so for her to have had a creative block before the session and then during the session and thereafter her creative juices were just flowing so that was really beautiful and it was the perfect confidence boost that I needed because I was like well you don't need to be Reiki level 2 certified to do this so fuck the rules let's go let's do this and the month of May I gave away I think if I remember off the top of my head about 25 free Reiki sessions, which was just mind-blowing. I've had clients coming to me prior to sessions who would have massive headaches, and then after the Reiki session, their headache is all gone. I remember doing Reiki on myself on my ankle when I twisted it, and the pain went away. My dog, she hurt her leg, did some Reiki on it, and she stopped limping. I remember when getting more into my Reiki sessions, my ability to channel started to really grow and I started getting messages and I've gotten messages from past loved ones I've gotten messages from people's souls and I've gotten messages from their spirit team one really beautiful experience I don't think I'll forget is when my client was lying down and I was you know I was doing the thing I was doing the reiki and I could sense an energy on her left side i just remember the energy feeling a little masculine that was really all it was i just couldn't connect to it just yet at the time when she got out of the reiki meditation and started sharing her experience with me she said she could literally feel her left hand being held like someone was holding her hand she said it felt soothing and like nurturing very protective And in that Reiki meditation, I did get this father energy. So it became clear just through us discussing and talking that it was her dad that came through and held her hand. How beautiful is that? I even started to be able to see a little bit into my clients' past lives. So I remember one of my clients and I was at her heart and I could literally see her in this meadow and she was like collecting herbs and putting them in little tinctures and she was basically making potions and herb medicine. So she was a witch and a healer in a past life. I had a client who was um, working on conceiving and she did. She did conceive and there were times during our Reiki sessions together where like I could see the baby and I could see the baby's energy 
which was so, so, so neat. And in these times too, I've gotten clients, spirit team members come through and basically chose me to be the messenger and vessel for the client to recognize that this spirit team member is trying to make contact. So for an example, I had a client who had Archangel Michael come through and Kian Yin come through and they were just hanging out and helping me with the Reiki healing and they were pointing at her. And so when we came out of the Reiki meditation, I again told my client about this and they started working with Archangel Michael and Kuan Yin right? So there's, you're able to make connections to members of her spirit team. One of the healing sessions that I thought was wild was with one of my clients and she had five cords attached and coming out of her heart. These black like cords were just stuck to her. And when I mentioned that there's these five cords that your heart is being a slave to, And I asked her, I'm like, do you know of maybe five people or five situations where you may be holding on to this energy? And instantly my client, you know, bawled her eyes out and was like, yes, I know exactly what I need to do. So I've had a lot of amazing experiences with my clients where what's going on in their bodies, right? And when I share it to them verbally and bring more awareness to it, it clicks, and it makes sense. And because of that, we're able to then bring awareness. And once we have the awareness, we can work through it. I get a lot of connections with animals when I work with my clients as well. So I'll oftentimes see animals as their, you know, animal guides, their spirit animals, or I will see animals that they can connect with to get a certain message or some certain healing or a certain medicine. Sometimes I'll see animals and I'll say it to them and then they themselves will start seeing that animal multiple times, which I think is so cool as well. Um, We also see animals a lot in when I call upon their divine masculine or their divine feminine. A lot of times animals will show through. And so that too can really help the client better connect with their divine masculine and divine feminine when there is some sort of symbol that we can attach it to, which I think is so cool. There's also been a lot of validation that can happen during these sessions as well, like messages that come through the soul, letting the client know that they're not doing everything wrong, that they're on the right path, that they're loved and supported. Messages like that come through all of the time. And then ever since light language started to come through it's been so much more expansive i've had the light language really help clients feel heard feel validated feel at home help release energy that they didn't even know existed and was pumped up or maybe they had emotions that were pent up and stored within the body but no matter what they did it didn't seem to work and it didn't help to release it yet the light language did so a lot of amazing things can really happen and occur during reiki sessions i love them dearly and cherish them i'm so thankful that i have remembered this ancient part of me and i'm so excited to see where it's going to continue to go because i know it's just going to get bigger and better from here because of reiki my channeling 
and my light language has come through. Ugh, I'm so excited. Anywho, so that is some of my stories from my clients. This is some info all about Reiki. I hope this gives you all of the info that you need, but if you ever have any other questions or concerns, my DMs on Instagram are always open. Make sure to follow me at Luna Wolf Healing. And my Reiki sessions, I have two. Okay, so so now now we're getting into the promo side of things. Okay, guys. (laughs) So I have two types of Reiki sessions. I have my Reiki mini sessions and then I have my classic Reiki sessions. So my Reiki mini sessions are only maximum an hour long as the session literally consists of having a quick what's up, what's going on. Then we get straight into the Reiki healing. I'll guide you through a breathwork exercise that you can follow and I will do the Reiki healing and we can do a short debrief afterwards. So that is the Reiki mini sessions. Those are $55 Canadian. Then I have my classic Reiki session. So those are two hours long. We do an energetic check-in beforehand. So we kind of do an energetic reading before we go into the Reiki session. Then I guide you on a Reiki journey. So this is a visual meditation and also where we invite your guides to come in as well. And I do my Reiki healing I channel your soul, I channel your guides, I do the healing, there's going to be some light language activations and light language healing and then we do our debrief together and I'll pull you some cards and send you a summary debrief and those are currently going on for $88 Canadian. I will be getting my Reiki master certification coming soon, so that's going to be even more exciting as I will then also be able to train and certify and attune y'all to Reiki, Reiki level one and two. So keep your eyes, ears, and nose out for that lol. Well, that's it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure, if you can, I'd really appreciate it to give this podcast a rating. It's super new and especially, you know, I rebranded, right? So any type of review would really help. Rate it five stars, extra bonus points if you would love to share this on your stories. Tag me in it so I can see what are you guys are up to. And I will chat with you guys next time.